25 minutes into the hour, it might be time to put away the legalistic things, uh, which is part of our job. And we've reported it out. And I, I explained what the cert is and I read it and we talked about the calendar. Um, but we invited you on tonight uh, as someone who knows the law, but is not necessarily limited by some of the, shall we say, BS. And so I was curious what you think the Supreme Court uh, is actually doing, not what it's saying it's doing, not what might uh, feature elegant prose at the end of the day in the ruling. But what do you think it's actually doing? They're trying to make Trump win. The whole point of this ruling is for Trump to win. Ari, remember how, let's say, all of 2022, I came on your program and I screamed and I tore my hair out over how Merrick Garland was moving too slowly to hold Trump accountable before the next election? This is why, because you have to understand what the Supreme Court is really about. I know you like to give your re- your viewers context, so had this on for some context about what the Supreme Court is really up to. The Trump was kicked off of the Colorado ballot, right? And around December 20th last year, the Supreme Court spooled up that case and heard that hearing within 45 days on February 8th, all right? Trump was appealed his immunity, uh, Judge Chuckin's immunity ruling also in the middle of December. Andrew Weissman just pointed out Jack Smith asked the Supreme Court to hear the case on December 14th. By the time we get to April 22nd, it will be 130 days since they were asked to hear the appeal. So it's 45 days when a ruling could hurt Trump, but 130 days when a ruling, when the delay can help Trump. That is the essence of this Supreme Court. And every single Democrat who is not on board for expanding the Supreme Court and reducing the power of these Republican theocrats in robes is in some way complicit in today's Hmm. failure. Good evening from New York. I'm Chris Hayes. Today, the right wing dominated Supreme Court gave Donald Trump a gift, The, the biggest possible gift anyone could give him. The biggest possible gift they have given him yet. Remember, Donald Trump, of course, participated in a violent coup to overthrow democracy. The first president to set himself squarely against the constitutional order in history. He rallied his supporters to storm the Capitol and steal an election he lost. And he was indicted by our Justice Department, representative of us, the people, on four federal felony counts by a grand jury for his role in that insurrection. Well, today... In a single-page order released at 5 o'clock, the court agreed to consider Trump's manifestly weak claim that he is immune from prosecution for the January 6th insurrection because he was acting in some senses of his, in his official capacity as president. But the order itself is not the story here. It's the timing. It all comes back to the timing. Let's remember. The court case, the trial of Donald Trump over his effort to subvert the Constitutional Republic, was originally set to begin days from now in March. All that is on hold because the Supreme Court wants to hear oral arguments for Trump's immunity claims. Ready for this? Seven weeks from now. April 22nd, 2024, making it a real possibility, a likelihood, in fact, that Donald Trump will not face a trial for the crime of attempting to overthrow the American Republic, will not face a jury of his peers until after the next election in which he is the likely Republican candidate. 
I want to be crystal clear here about the import and significance of today's news, because I think a lot of the reporting has missed this. What happened today? This one-page order looks anodyne, right? It is an unmistakable sign from the MAGA majority of the Trump-created court that they are with him, that they are going to use their power to make sure he does not face trial in an election year for attempting to end American democracy. The court could have just affirmed the U.S. District Court's ruling that no, a president does not have absolute immunity. But that was not the decision tonight. And while hearing the case does not mean that ultimately they will rule in Trump's favor, the highest court in the land just gave Trump something that he has been aggressively fighting for, time. The oral arguments in the case have been set for the week of April 22nd, nearly two months from now. Why so much time? Mm -hmm. And after that, even in a best case scenario, it will be a few weeks before a decision comes down. That is the best case, considering we know that there are at least some of the Supreme Court justices who don't agree with the earlier rulings. Otherwise, they would not be hearing the case. And if the court does decide to affirm the earlier ruling, as they should, and hand the case back to District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin, she would need a few months to get the case back on track and reach a trial. And that would take us through the summer and easily past July when the Republican National Convention is scheduled, when Donald Trump is expected to become the party's nominee. And at that point, what will the DOJ and Attorney General Merrick Garland decide to do? Will they move forward with the trial that would have to get underway during the heat of the general election? Or would they allow Trump to yet again evade accountability before the presidential election? And then on February 6th, they came out with a unanimous decision against Trump. He is citizen Trump. He is not above the law. The decision seemed carefully tailored to give the Supreme Court an easy choice to simply refuse to take up the case, to let the lower court ruling stand. But if the Supreme Court wanted to take up the case and wanted to do it in an expedited fashion, and let's be clear when I say the Supreme Court, the conservative majority of the court is what we're talking about here, they could have done it the day after they got the petition this month. That day. What did they do? No. They burned two and a half weeks for no reason. They weren't producing any paper. They weren't writing any dissents or arguments. It's one page. There it is. They sat around for two weeks, and then they issued just one-page order today saying they were going to take this up. They were going to schedule arguments for seven weeks from now. That is considerably longer than the expedited review of the 14th Amendment case against Trump in Colorado, the one where he's challenging his right to be on the ballot, right? Now, in that case, where what loomed over everyone was Donald Trump not being on the ballot, the Supreme Court wanted to expedite quickly, Right? They wanted to get that one done. That ruling is going to come out before Colorado's primary next Tuesday. They move quickly there. But here, what the MAGA majority is telling us with this audacious order today is that the fix is in. In some ways, for what it represents about the court, I think it's 100 times worse than Bush v. Gore. It doesn't matter really what they rule in the merits. They all know that. We all know that. Everyone knows the score here. No one should be under any illusions that any player in this drama is confused about what is happening and has happened. Delay is all that matters. 
The pacing is all that matters. No one needs to wonder anymore whether this right-wing court will audaciously, flagrantly, in front of the whole nation, use their power to run the clock out so that Donald Trump faces no legal accountability, so that his guilt or innocence cannot be definitively proven to us, the voters, who I believe have a right to know whether the man is guilty or innocent, so that he can return to power without us having that knowledge and dismiss these cases from his position as, and I quote him here, I quote him here, dictator on day one. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. He's not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Thursday, 29 February, Year of Our Lord, 2024. I think in the history of the show, this is the first time we've done this. It's leap year, leap day. Uh, it must be something special about this day because I've never seen this more jam for time. Of course, the immunity uh, issue, what you just saw right there, complete total meltdown because of lawfare, but we have people, we have uh, assets deployed all over the place. Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice, great investigative reporter, is on the Colombian border, the Panamanian Panama-Columbia border on the other side of the Darien Gap. Jane Zirkel's down in Texas awaiting the president. She's actually there with the Glenn and the great right side broadcasting team. She's down by the razor wire. There's a live press conference at 1030 in New York City with uh, Andrew Giuliani, Vish Burr, the whole uh, Gavin Wax, the whole New York Young Republicans on the collapse of New York City because of the Biden's issues on the border. President's heading there. He's going to be this afternoon. Biden's wandering around. You've got Mitch McConnell. Oh, by the way, yes, we also have uh, Johnson has cut the perfect deal. Uh, this is really, it, we got to give hats off, and I want to give a, a shout-out to, to, to Speaker Johnson. It's a perfect deal. It's a CR with nothing about the border, not one mention. So it's a CR for a couple of weeks. It's a CR, uh, and it, it, gives, uh, it gives the Democrats, Hakeem Jeffries, Biden, Schumer, and uh, and Mitch McConnell, everything. No real budget cuts. No cuts in the numbers. So you're going to have a two two and a half trillion dollar deficit. Brad's saying it's going to be two and a half trillion now. You've got uh, a, no policy wins whatsoever. Maybe a couple things in the margin. A, a work requirement here. Something something to pat you on the head and, and show you it was worth your time and effort. Um, and Ukraine's still out there. That's still in the supplemental. And now they're saying, oh no no no, we only meant the border thing for the supplemental. That's a bald faced lie. Don't shut down the border, then shut down the government. Of course, uh, he's given us that. But i got to go back. Also, Todd Benzman's going to join us. Paul Dans is here. Paul Dans may be in studio. The New York Times, everybody freaking out because MAGA ascended. They're really starting to focus on Project 2025 and the plan going forward post-Trump victory. And we haven't taken our off the ball of them stealing this election, trust me. 
Uh, they're in total meltdown. Paul Dance is going to be here uh, throughout the day. We're trying to get uh, Mike Benz, big big news Mike Benz put up about the CIA spying on people. Just a lot going on, as more than usual in the war room. I'm sure I'm forgetting four or five major things. But um, I want to go back to the immunity. You know, uh, our own Mike Davis was on yesterday, and he was kind of conservative about this, I would say. He was not... As George, because we were the flip side of the coin of Rachel Maddow uh, and uh, and um, Chris Hayes and the others over at M- MSNBC that really uh, were in total and full meltdown. We were kind of the reverse of their camp that this was a great victory. Uh, Davis was, hey, it didn't go on bonk. It could have been delayed even further. Actually, Lawrence O'Donnell last night took his point of view saying, hey, this wasn't a terrible decision for them. But it was. My point is the only way they knew they could stop Trump or thought they could stop Trump was through lawfare. That's why he's indicted for, you know, 700 years in prison. This is why they're taking and stripping. They're stripping the um, his company from him. I don't buy in, in a side note. I did not like the first thing I have not liked in a while from the legal team. I didn't like coming with the hundred million dollars in cash yesterday. That was not a typical. That was not Trumpian. I don't know what happened there in the miscommunication, but I think, and, and it was rejected as I thought it would. They're, they're, they're not going to let the, they're not, they're only going to try to crush Trump in every aspect in that New York situation. To me, everything you have to do is a show of force. But the lawfare aspect, and this is why I saw Chris Hayes, and think about it, they're just, oh, you got to get there, you got to have, you got to be on trial, got to be on trial, got to be on trial, got to get for a Democratic jury and a Democrat said, got to do it, got to do it, got to do it. They're so pathetic. It's so great seeing them like that. And last night was all hand-wringing because the court said, hey, we're not going to hear this case until, uh, I think, the 22nd of April. We're not going to hear it until late in April. We're probably not going to make a decision on this because it's, it's an important question, an important question. They're telling you it's an important question until late June. So this trial is not going to happen before the election. Just like Fonnie Willis, I don't know, tomorrow Mike Roman's lawyers down there with all the cell phone data, I think she's in deep trouble. I don't think it's even more about is it go forward with Fonnie Willis. I think the whole thing gets thrown out. I think Chris Carr and Kemp have got to move rapidly to start bringing criminal charges on her. So their law firm is collapsing. And at the end, they may just be left with the Alan Bragg situation in New York, which is a total and complete joke. So lawfare is collapsing. MAGA is ascendant. Trump is doing a full flex. Mitch, in all of this, Mitch McConnell throws in the towel. You know why? He sees what's going to happen on Tuesday, Super Tuesday. The donors, all of them, understand that MAGA's ascendant. Trump has returned to take over the Republican Party. Next. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold.
And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Talk about the cravenness of the court, Chris. The cravenness of the court is evident in what they are doing with the pacing here, right? Like putting this off for seven weeks, sitting on it for two weeks for no reason, obviously pushing all of the cases that they can push, pushing them to the point where uh, Trump will be standing for election before any of us have heard the verdicts in any of those cases. Got it. It's the timing. But it's also the idea that the immunity thing is an open question, right? Is really presidential immunity an open question? Because what's the most famous pardon in American history. Gerald Ford pardoning Richard Nixon once he had resigned and was a former president. Why did Gerald Ford pardon Richard Nixon? Quote, I just I just had I just had to I just had to do this. It was delicious last night. Remember, they're the brains of the operation. That's Maddow, Chris Hayes. They got the whole team there. It was full, total and complete meltdown, pure motion. Tears, crying, pulling a hair, hair on fire. They actually said we have our hair on fire. Because from the beginning, they wanted to imprison him. They wanted to destroy him. They wanted to ground him into the dust and make sure that MAGA was ground down with him because our leader would be gone. Uh, I've got, I tell you, what, we're going to pivot for a second. We're going to get back to this. We're going to go to the border in a moment in, uh, down in, uh, in Texas uh, at the razor wire is our own Jane Zirkle. We got in uh, Panama at the Colombian border on the other side of the Darien Gap is uh, Ben Burkwam. But first, I want to go to this fiasco in the House. Yeah. Chip Roy, one of the leaders uh, of our movement in trying to set things right. Congressman Chip Roy, you know, this is a huge win for us. We're going to have a CR. We got no real budget cuts whatsoever. More bad inflation news out today. We're going to have a two, two and a half trillion dollar deficit. So we got on the one that's five months late that you're working on now, we got another one you're going to work on in a couple of weeks. It's another two and a half, two trillion dollar deficit. We have no meaningful policy wins, which we were promised by uh, Speaker Johnson. Oh, you're going to get policy wins, and wait for it. The southern, the not, not one mention of shutting down the border. Oh, by the way, and Ukraine's still hanging out there in the supplemental. So, uh, uh, Congressman Roy, these are all big wins for MAGA. And for the Conservative uh, Freedom Caucus and everybody, sir? Well, look, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me on. And first, let me just say, you're talking about the border. I mean, God bless President Trump for going down to the actual spot in the border uh, where we need to address the actual concerns, whereas the president, current president, President Biden, uh, is going down to the Rio Grande Valley to do a photo op uh, because he knows the numbers aren't going to be bad there and he can hide behind uh, whatever they're going to do and put gloss and spin over it. President Trump's been on this from the beginning, his great team when he was there, whether it was Mark Morgan or Tom Homan or Chad Wolf or Steve Miller, everybody, they were working to do the job that we need to do to secure the border, which brings me to the funding problem. Where we've got right now, Republicans hold in their hand what we have fought last year for, even though they weren't as good as they should have been, even though we tore it apart, we have caps in place. We could actually limit the bureaucracy that's at war with you. We can cut $70 billion out of it. We can go after the IRS. We can go after the DOJ. We can target the Department of Homeland Security for what they're doing to the American people. We could go after that bureaucracy and we could, the EPA, but we're not going to do it. Instead of cutting $70 billion by passing, literally just passing Nancy Pelosi's spending levels from a year ago, 
we would trigger the cast. We're not going to do that. Instead, they're working on, we're going to do a CR today for a couple of weeks to buy time to next week advance one of two minibus bills that will be the negotiated levels between Mike Johnson and Chuck Schumer, which will end up being effectively a $30 billion increase over Nancy Pelosi's spending levels, and they will maintain the federal bureaucracy at their current levels. We will keep funding all of these agencies that are at war with the American people. We've not seen the policy riders yet. We've not seen the wins. And by the way, the reason we're doing that is because the Republican leadership today and the rank and file, at least certain blocks of them, they want to fund Ukraine. They want to increase defense spending. They are not as concerned about cutting non-defense discretionary spending while they run around talking about what we need to do for Ukraine rather than focusing on our border. So meanwhile, a 22-year-old nurse gets killed in Athens. A two-year-old boy or a little kid gets killed here in D.C. area. Uh, a teenager gets raped in, in Louisiana, all by people released by the Biden administration against the law. And we're going to keep funding that, and we're not going to pressure material change. I don't understand it. I'm going to keep fighting it. Some of my Republican colleagues are mad at me because I'm calling it out, and they say, Chip, you know, quit calling. You know, we need to make sure we're rallying around for the election season. Look, I'm going to show up and vote for the right guys in November, but I'm not going to gloss over this nonsense because if you want to win in November, you better damn well leave. Congressman, I don't understand just it, it, all that. It, it sounds like it's a great fight, but you just get down to the basics about if they don't shut the border, you shut the government and force Biden to come to the table with the executive power he has to start to put these controls in. What doesn't leadership, Speaker Johnson, or these rank-and-file members you're talking about, what don't they get about that? The, 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 the nation's on our side on this. This is overwhelming. This is a 75 to 80 percent approval. We take all independents. We take a lot of working-class Democrats. What don't they get about that? Well, what's infuriating is I think they get it. They see that the polling is on our side. Now, by the way, that took a while to get there, right? It took three years for us to get to impeaching Mayorkas. I put out a request in July of 21 to impeach him, and it took us three years to get there. I made the case, made the case for the Texas border plan, which was the foundation for H.R. 2, which, by the way, was coordinated with a lot of those great Trump assets like Stephen Miller and others. And we got good legislation. Now they're all talking about it. They didn't used to because we moved the needle. Now they don't want to use the leverage of a potential shutdown because they're afraid of it. They're listening to the pollsters saying they'll lose if, if, if we, you know, uh, run the risk of a shutdown. And they are too committed to wanting to fund Ukraine, and they're too committed to the defense industrial complex to risk it in order to secure the border. Literally one guy went to the mic today this morning in our Republican conference meeting, one of our colleagues, and said, anybody who thinks that we just because Biden is abusing the border – that we should therefore not give money to Ukraine is insane. That was a word-for-word quote by one of my colleagues this morning. That's what we're dealing with. Congressman, what is, what is the call to action for this audience? We're, they're up on the trigger. Uh, what, what is your recommendation? They're looking to you for leadership. So what should we do? Well, I mean, right now, this week, we're going to oppose the CR. We want to drive the number of votes against that up. We want to drive the number of votes by Republicans against this ridiculous spending package up. I don't know if we can kill it, but I'd like it to be not a majority of Republicans that support this so that we can actually campaign this fall on doing the right thing, notwithstanding the bad decisions the leadership's making on it. And importantly, let's make sure that we demand that notwithstanding all of this, that it is an absolute kill shot. If they are not going to secure the border of the United States before they're giving more money to Ukraine, 
And that we still have not gotten to. So we've made to make sure clear, number one, hold the line on spending. Right now, I'm going to demand that we stand up for a CR that will trigger the caps, go into a shutdown if you need to, and then force border security. I'd give up on some of the spending if we got, you know, HR2 or got, you know, key provisions to force Biden to stop leaving, uh, letting people into our country. But we've got to stand up on those two fronts. So call your folks, let them know, don't do what we're doing right now. Congressman Chipoy, uh, social media, because you're putting up great stuff all the time in your website. Where do people go to follow you? Uh, Chiproy TX, that's C-H-I-P-R-O-Y-T-X is my uh, uh, personal Twitter. Um, and then Rep Chiproy is my official Twitter account. Uh, I have no idea what my other uh, you know things, Instagram and Facebook are. My, my staff <laughs> does that stuff. But uh, I, 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 I do my personal Twitter account. So follow me there or go to uh, uh, roy.house.gov or uh, on my official website. Mo and Grace will put it into the chat, live chat. Uh, yeah, your personal comes in a little hot at times. Uh, Congressman Roy, thanks for taking time today to do this. Appreciate it. God bless you, man. Keep it up. Thank you, sir. Um, 202-225-3121. It's very simple. And this is where you got to contact your congressman and say, look, you're on notice. Um, if you vote for this, I will do everything possible humanly to remove you from office that you will not be back, or your time there is not going to be pleasant. This is outrageous. <laughs> not only is it the beyond the right thing that has to happen for the country to shut this border down and start doing it now, this is also where, because of this audience, we've awakened the nation to this, that the polling is on our side massively. The American people, and I mean working-class Democrats, modern Democrats, and independents overwhelmingly support Republicans and MAGA on this, that we're in a time of crisis. I mean, right now we've got uh, Burkwam at the Darien Gap on the, on the Colombian side. We got Jane down at uh, we got Jane uh, down in Texas where the president's going to be at the Razor Wire. We're about to go live and we can pull it off to a press conference in New York, where prominent members of the Republican Party, led by Andrew Giuliani and others, Gavin Wax and the team up there, are, are about to go on and put uh, Adams on full blast for making a sanctuary city. The mayor of Athens, Georgia, got absolutely lit up last night by his constituents because he made it a sanctuary city. He was trying to lie and spin about how he didn't cause or, or didn't uh, give the opportunity for the young nursing student to get, uh, to get murdered in cold blood by another illegal alien criminal. This is on our side, and yet the gutless, what they're doing now is, it's not as bad as the debt deal that was done, but it's in, that, it's, in the, it's in the same time zone. This is a full gutless collapse, and it shows that Johnson, and by the way, they reached out to me, hey, can we come on war, can we start coming on war? No, no interest. When you grow a set, then you can come on war room. But when you go over to the White House and you come out and talk, oh, we're going to do the security of the American border before security of other people, and you agree to this abomination, this is why people hate politicians. They're going to sit there and come back in, the, your, 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 in your districts and give you all the happy talk. No, this is a moment of decision right now. 202-225-3121. Tell them, under no circumstances can you agree to this deal. And tell them, very simple, no more CRs, no nothing. Shut the border down. Force Biden to the table. Force Johnson into a room, into the cabinet room, or the Roosevelt room, over at the White House in the West Wing, 
with Biden across the table and give a list of demands of five things that have like remain in Mexico. We could type them up easy. In fact, we've already given it to them. Five things Biden can do to start to secure the border before one more penny. Shut it down at midnight tomorrow night. Grow a set. You grow a set, you can come on the war room. Short break. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Enough turbulence for you? Uh, It's going to get a lot worse, trust me, uh, before it gets better. It's not going to get better to President Trump's in there. And, hey, every day when he's in office, it's going to be Stalingrad. Because they are not just going to sit there and go, oh, these policies are great. Why don't we think of them? Birchgold.com slash Bannon. End of the dollar empire. But more importantly, I think even than that right now, you need to talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Figure out where precious metals should be. As you think about your savings, you think about your retirement, you think about all of it, why it's been a hedge for over 5,000 years. But that's where Philip Patrick and the team at Birch Gold, the best. They take their time to explain everything to you. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Just go get an appointment, set up, chat with them, immerse yourself in information. And also get the end of the dollar empire. I'm very proud of that. Um, other, you know, more inflation news out today, of course. Inflation continues, and it's cumulative. Remember that. We've got the team for the border, and we go all the way from the Darien Gap. Oscar Blue Ramirez, Ben Burkwam are on the other side between Panama and Colombia on the border, and we go all the way up to Midtown Manhattan, where there's going to be a press conference here momentarily with some of the most prominent voices in the MAGA right in New York City calling out Eric Adams for trying to, you know, trying to, oh, I'm not really a sanctuary city. This is not a problem, but I need, you know, every, every, every illegal alien is going to get $10,000 and live in great housing. With citizens of the United States are living on the streets and living hand to mouth. I've also got Jane on the Texas border where the president's going to go right by the razor wire. I want to thank Brian Glenn and the team at Rayside Broadcasting for helping us out there. They're the best. Todd Benzman's with us. Uh, let's go. Todd, give it, put it in perspective. This is a great day to have this team deployed uh, halfway around the Western Hemisphere to talk about what we've talked about. Uh, Biden's going down today for a happy talk to Brownsville, Texas, for a happy talk photo op. Only second time he's been there. Put in perspective what's happening today, particularly the fact that the on Capitol Hill, we had every opportunity at midnight tomorrow 
to stop this madness. And this is in the hands of the Republicans. This is in the hands of the people you put not we put in office. This is the hands they could shut this government down and force Biden to the table to use his executive powers to start to get the ball rolling. Todd Benzman. Well, understand that what you are about to hear are dueling narratives complete, uh, completely opposite of each other. You're going to hear one thing from Biden. You're going to hear uh, something else from Trump. And that is uh, what Michael Yan often calls information warfare. Uh, so it's good that you have uh, this team on today because we're going to cut through all that. Uh, what you're going to see actually when they go down to the border is not much. They're going to be because when VIPs go down there, they clean it all up. The Biden administration is definitely going to have the Mexicans on the other side hermetically sealing. You might see one or two immigrants actually swim across or something like that. You're not going to see a whole lot. But that is probably the case anywhere they go. I would have preferred if uh, Trump had gone to Arizona, which is an absolute hemorrhage nightmare of uh, people from all over the Middle East and Africa uh, pouring through the gap there, but they probably would have hermetically sealed that too. You're gonna hear Biden talk about how this is all Trump's fault uh, and a broken border and that the Republicans didn't cut the deal, they didn't finish the deal, I need this legislation. All of that is crap, (laughs) none of that is true. The administration has had the authority all along, the president, can shut this thing down in 30 minutes using INA section 212F. Go Google that. Uh, He can shut this down right now if he wants to. So it's gonna be a whole bunch of uh, BS coming out of Brownsville. That's where uh, the president is gonna be with his entourage and probably uh, supportive media. And then you're gonna be 300 miles upriver is gonna be Trump at Eagle Pass with uh, Greg Abbott and and, uh, uh, Operation Lone Star. So you'll get two diametrically opposed narratives. Hang on, Todd, for one second. I'm going to go around the horn. Uh, Todd, I need you. But but breaking news, folks. Uh, Bloomberg Morning Consult just put out their poll. This is not... this is not the people's pundit. This is not uh, Trafalgar. This is not uh, any of Trump's pollsters. This is not the internals we've been looking at. I want you to fully grasp this before I go around the horn. Pennsylvania, Trump 49, Biden 43, Trump up six in Pennsylvania. Nevada, Trump 48, Biden 42, Trump up six in Nevada. Wisconsin, Trump 46, Biden 42, Trump up four. Michigan, Trump 46, Biden 44, Trump up two. North Carolina, Trump 50, Biden 41, Trump up by nine. Uh, Georgia, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, same sort of thing in Georgia. Georgia, I got Georgia right here. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 43, Trump up six. Arizona, Trump 49, Biden 43, Trump up six. That is a blowout. Now, I realize polls and da, 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 but this is that shows a consistency. The central beating heart of the issue is right here. The invasion of this country that so many people are furious about. And we do know how, you know, Trump is underrepresented in polling, but I just want you to hold that. We'll get it up in a second. Let's go to 
the other side of the Darien Gap on the border of Colombia and Panama, Real America's Voice, our own Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez. Guys, what do you got for us? Yeah, as uh, Todd was saying, Steve, uh, you're getting lies. It's, a, it's two different messages, but basically it's lies from Joe Biden and the left. Uh, wait till you see the footage we have coming out of this. This is the fourth time we've gone across the Darien Gap. One time in the flow of the illegal aliens as they go these last three times in reverse flow. And this time it's it's no different. We had a huge group of men from the Middle East. You're seeing them here. These guys were from Pakistan, from Bangladesh, uh, from Nepal, and a huge group from India. Many of the guys from India were being told are actually from Pakistan, but they're just lying and, and making up where they're from. This is happening every single night in the Darien Gap. The cartels don't care. They will bring anyone they want across this. And, and this is all happening at the backdrop. This is, was breaking news. Uh, Todd actually relayed this to us. These new safe mobility offices that are being set up across the Darien Gap that we uncovered just a few months ago, along with Michael Yan. These places, they're 15 acres. They can hold 12,000 plus, probably 20,000 people. And what we're being told is that the the State Department is actually going to use these facilities to fast track illegal economic migrants uh, into refugee status so that they that you won't even be able to see them. They'll be able to fly them directly into the United States before they even get to the southern border. So not only is Joe Biden not doing anything to stop this invasion that he's caused, he is doing more to incentivize it. So now we have the CBP-1 route that people can take. And then now you're going to be having this direct refugee through these safe mobility offices, as Todd has, has mentioned, uh, that they're going to be taking. It's an absolute disaster. But I'm telling you, wait till you see the interviews. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down, slow down. Take a deep breath. Hang on. I want to repeat the following. I want you to go back and repeat that last part. Biden, and this is why Johnson's got to get, for the good of the nation and national security, has got to get him into a room. Because he has the executive power now to stop this madness. But here's the point. Even when we outed them, it's not that they're not doing anything to secure the border. They are exacerbating what time they have. They're exacerbating what they do to process more in here given they understand a time. Ben Burkwine, give me that one more time. Yeah, so so they're lying to you. They're lying straight to the American people's face. They're spitting in your face and not only are they not slowing it down, what they've done is just in, it put this giant carrot out to the world and said, you don't even have to get to our southern border. All you have to do is get to one of these safe mobility centers, one of these safe mobility offices uh, in the middle of the jungle in Panama. And now we're hearing that they've, they've got some in Guatemala. Uh, and we will we will apply for you through the State Department, through Secretary Blinken. So it's not just uh, Secretary Marcus. It's not just Joe Biden, Secretary Blinken and the State Department, who just announced a couple months ago all of these welcoming centers across America that will then be receiving these refugees that we are applying for at these safe mobility offices. So they're going to be applying for these economic migrants that wouldn't qualify for asylum or refugee status. They're going to be aiding them through that process to get them qualified as refugees, to be able to fly them directly into our country, to ba basically bypass our immigration law. It's, it's, it, you think it's bad now, guys. It is going to get a hell of a lot worse. Oscar, Oscar Blue Ramirez, I want to bring you, I, I have up the Guardian, one of their lead stories today is about this conference they're having, conference they're having that's saying that all of this is being driven because, because of climate change. Because of climate change, these migrants are all because of climate change, and and that's got to supersede political repression, and of course their economics. Because climate change is causing this, but they go back and they use something that you've gotten this audience up to speed on, which is the 
United Nations Compact on Global Migration. Connect those two dots from what you've seen down there, Oscar, of, of this whole issue. They're saying climate change is causing this. This is why, by the way, folks, you should understand, this is just the first wave. They're coming, and more of them are coming. And they're tied to this agreement that we've signed up for with Biden and these guys, the Compact for Global Migration, sir. Yes, Steve, the insurgency of weaponized migration continues in South America and Central America. And this is because of the Global Compact of Migration that it was agreed upon back with Barack Obama. Then Trump came in. He completely denied it. He was America first. Then Biden came in. It is clearly that he resigned it. It's already on paper, uh, you know, without authorization of the people. It was an international treaty, not even consent of the Congress, not even consent of the Senate. And a lot of the countries down here, they are in this global compact on migration. A lot of the countries in Europe, they have completely banished this global compact because it's unsustainable. It's a complete disaster to sovereign nations. And it has, you know, grown the organized crime and the cartel. Uh, another of the things that is aggravated right now, Steve, that is happening down here is that as an actual fact, intelligence department has led us to information that the Clan del Golfo, the cartel that it operates, thanks to Joe Biden and his open border policies, it is now clearly in cahoots working in Turkey where there are migrants of China arriving. And clearly they have a vast investigation that are possibly in cahoots 100 percent with the CCP. This is big because the, this is the market, this is a human industry market. This is why Ben was explaining they have to keep this going, keep this going. This is a humanitarian business. They're weaponizing this for their own agenda. And it is because all of this, the first thing that they need to do when, when Republicans gain power again of the White House is to get out of the global compact on migration, cut the funding of the UN, cut the funding of the NGOs and secure the border and that will be it. We could force that right now in the CR. This is my point about Johnson. We get him in the room. You can force all this now. You don't even have to wait for Trump here. Real quickly, I've only got a minute. I want to hold all you guys. Oscar Blue Ramirez. We had Laura Loomer on last night. She was down with Jan. Amazing work she did on the on the NGOs. How important are the NGOs that are financed by both charitable donations, the Hebrew group, the Catholics, the Lutherans, the Adventists, and more, that are funded by the the, the kindness of the hearts of Americans, Plus your tax dollars. How big are the NGOs and all this? Uh, well, we, I was there with Laura Lumen. I was a you know translator, and also I, I was the one that we we discovered the map of Hyas that it was one of the migrant camps that is called Bajo Chiquito. And Hyas basically is promoting and incentivizing migrants have had to enter through where the Clan del Golfo operates. It is Capurgana, Acandi, and Turbo. These are three entrances to the Darien Gap. This is this is an NGO that is profiting of the American taxpaying money. A lot of these NGOs, that they're coming out of your American taxpayers, and you guys are paying for basically these guys to sustain an insurgency yeah. through the jungle like Hyas. It, Steve, it's very simple. It's a three-legged stool of this invasion. It is the these these uh, cartel organizations, the CCP working with the cartels. It is our corrupt, fraudulent government and the United Nations and the NGOs. Those three groups of, of, of traitors, of evil, of demons are working together. Think of it as a three-legged stool to push all of this. They are directly, they are one of part of that three-legged stool, the NGOs along with the United Nations, directly aiding and abetting the cartels. Ben, hang on for a second. We got Todd Benzman, Oscar Blue Ramirez, uh, Ben Burkwam, Jane Zirkel. Take a short commercial break. We're going to give you everything you need to know before Biden comes up and lies to your face later. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. 
We can't quite shake it, but you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This coverage on the border uh, is second to none. ABC can't do it. CBS, NBC, BBC, CNN. Add them all up. They can't do the coverage we have. Why? We have great organizations like CIS, Real America's Voice, people like that that are dedicated to getting you the truth, plus fearless, and I mean fearless people, Oscar Blue Ramirez, Ben Burkwam, of course, our own Jane Zirkel. You saw Laura Loomery, had Michael Yan down there, Todd Benzman. These people have been down there. They know what the facts are. They've seen it with their own eyes. Want to get jacked up in the morning? Warpath Coffee. Go to warpath.coffee slash uh, war room, right, for the discount. Get the dark roast. Don't wimp out. Try the dark roast. Man up. We took the acidic kick, you know, backbite on it. Try it. Mariner's Blend. Arr, got the subtle, very subtle skull and crossbones by Tage Gillen, the team of Navy SEALs over there. Warpath Coffee. Warpath.coffee. Todd Benzman, um, your theory of the case, brother, I think... And we've seen this from the Darien Gap to Eagle Pass, Texas, where our own Jane Zirkel is, up and down the Rio Grande Valley, Lukeville, Arizona. Your theory of the case, and as Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez, and of course Laura Lumen the night before, laid out the three-legged stool, you said from the very beginning, don't believe the lie that it's anarchy and chaos. Don't believe that. This is incredibly well thought through by a group of radicals in this illegitimate regime that know exactly what they're doing, and their whole purpose is to get as many millions of illegal alien invaders into this country as possible, as quickly as possible. Uh, Todd Benzman. Right. Before I get to that, I just want to point out, riff on one aspect of what those guys were saying down there in the Darien, the new welcoming centers that are converting economic migrants into a legal refugee. Uh, also, those refugees have access to a State Department-funded free travel loan program so that they can borrow the money from the U.S. taxpayers and fly their whole families internationally into the United States. Those loans... Hold it, hold it. Are, those loans are interest-free, and there are no penalties and no collection effort. Like if you and I were to, you know, blow off our loans, we'd have like the collection guys calling. 
stop, stop. You have to go back over that. I need to hear this again slowly because I can yeah. hear in the distance, I hear the heads of War Room Posse members blowing up. Walk me yeah. through. And this is what Johnson could shut down today. None of that crap is out of there. Mm-hmm. Call your representative right now and say, you liars. What in the hell are you doing? You're exacerbating. You're, you're aiding and abetting the invasion of the country. and We don't hear any more crap from you. Listen to what Todd Benson is about to tell you, which, which you're paying for with your hard-earned dollars, your hard-earned money, not going to your kids, not going to your community, not going to your church or your charity, something you make a decision to do, going to your government to pay for this. Benzman, give it to me. Go Google State Department travel loan program and migrants, and it'll pop up. They've got websites. It's a State Department-sponsored loan program for people that have whole families that need uh, cash to buy their air tickets. But in this case, uh, it's interest-free, and there's no collection penalties if you blow it off when you're back in the States supposed to pay this thing off. Uh, And the State Department has turned over management of the travel loan program to the UN's IOM, International Office for Migration. Uh, So so that's how they're flying uh, a lot of them in. Now, I have a FOIA request in for every aspect of this thing. Uh, It's going to they're going to fight me on it, I'm sure. But getting back to your original question, that program is part of a vast infrastructure that the United Nations has built over the last three years to accommodate, aid, and abet the mass migration through from the Darien Gap all the way to the uh, U.S. border. It's had three years to uh, to grow and thrive and establish itself as way stations all the way through. My theory has always been that this is about money that 248 NGOs that are participating in just the Southern approaches trails are getting direct grant money from the US State Department and they convert that, first they take their cut of course, which is what this is all about, and then convert the rest of it to cash and other kind of uh, material aid for the uh, aliens that are coming uh, through. and. Eisenhower warned us in his last days in office about something called the military-industrial complex. Watch out that it doesn't get control of U.S. foreign policy because if the military-industrial complex did that, we would be at war nonstop because who gets to build the tanks and bombs and planes and aircraft carriers but those, but them. And in the same way, the NGO uh, industrial complex, migrant advocacy industrial complex, we're seeing this unfold, have seized control of U.S. immigration policy and are absolutely, uh, you know, becoming bloated on massive profits, government contracts, uh, grant money. This is about money. In the end, this is about money. The day that the immigration stops at the border is the day that their money spigot turns off. 
Todd, where do people go uh, to get uh, more of your writings? We've got more to go. In fact, the engine room is telling me about the, 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 the policy we had that you, you have to be able to show or have a sponsor shows that you're not going to be a burden to the state to even get in here. But we'll do all that at another time. Where do people get your books, your writings? You've got a bunch of stuff on the New York Post. Where do they go? Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, you know, I'm going to be in Boston on Tuesday the 5th to speak about this immigration problem. And they've got 200,000 of them there in Boston. And the event organizers are telling me that the rhino Republicans in that Boston area refuse to support this event. Uh, they're working against it. They're trying to, I mean, this is, these are the Republicans. Yes. Uh, so, I, you know, the event organizer would really appreciate it, and I would too, if, uh, you know, the, the MAGA people could just get the word out and in-run these Republicans. Well, we're going to push it. We're, we're going to push it. They've taken the fee off it right now. Uh, Todd, we got to bounce. I'll put up all your, uh, all your spots with, uh, where they get you. We'll take 90 seconds. Todd Benson speaks in Roxbury, West Roxbury. We're actually going to take the $20 fee off, make sure it's free ones. Many people from Roxbury actually there. Of course, the rhinos going to fight it. Don't want to address the issue, just like on Congress Capitol Hill. Short break, back in 90 seconds. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 